Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Steel Magnolias, two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Well, good morning, Lainey. Good morning, Laura Beth. And it is morning. We're switching it up a little bit and sitting down to do a podcast recording in the morning hours. That's right. So I'm coffee having, and having some coffee. Good to see you. It's good to see you too. You know, I was thinking this morning um, just how thankful I am that we have listeners, that our listening base is growing. And yes, I was just thinking, wow, I'm humbled by that because there are a bazillion choices of things you can listen to, things you can watch. Yeah. You know, and I get often overwhelmed by the choices. And so I just. I don't know. That was just something I was pondering this morning of, wow, there's people that are choosing to spend time hanging out with us. That's right. At the table, if you will. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we do hope that if you enjoy it, that you'll tell a friend. Yeah. And that might encourage them as well. So, And I just, I don't know. I was just thinking, I hope that all of our listeners become loyal listeners because they feel encouraged to live a more hospitable life. That's good. So that was just something I was pondering and wanted to say. That's a huge piece of preservation of the good of the South that we're hoping to continue to talk about here. And definitely one of the focuses of today is hospitality, because we're going to talk about setting up your home to receive guests. Yes, it's so important, I think. To open your door to other people. It's hard, though. Open your door. Open your table. Yep. It is hard, though I hope we can encourage people that we make it harder than it has to be. That's true. Um, a lot of what we're going to talk about, I don't want any of it to overwhelm somebody. Right. I don't want them to feel like, oh, I don't have that. I don't have that. I only want this to be encouraging. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's it's very a, achievable. It's it is because I feel like there was that movement of when Martha Stewart came onto the scene oh. that we all got excited about how beautiful she did things, and then yet we retreated because like, we oh, were intimidated by how she silver, did things, or I don't yes. have that yes. kind of a yeah flower pot or whatever because everything she touched seemed to turn to gold. So. Yes. 
So, yeah, what we want to talk about today are not the highest level of things to do to open your home. It's the stuff from the heart. That's right. That shows that you care and that you've kind of thought through what your guest might need. So mostly we're going to be talking about uh, house guests, like people that are going to be coming to stay over. But a lot of this will touch on people that are just there to visit. And this actually came from a listener who said, would you all mind doing an episode? Yes, that's right. Talking about how to set up a guest room and a guest bathroom. um, Because that's something that she felt like she needed help with. Yes. And so I thought, well, that's a great idea. That has to do with hospitality. And um, so, yeah. And then one of the other things that's good when you've got guests is to make recommendations for things that they might go and do out on their own. And so we're going to end the show with some of our favorite restaurants that are chains of the South. Oh, Southern chains. So uh, we'll be talking about that too. So you can, you can receive them and love on them and then send them them on their way to (laughs) go enjoy uh, something that is outside of your own home. So, well, should we start in the uh, guest bathroom or the guest bedroom? I think bedroom first, All right. if you don't mind. Let's That's what go. I'm thinking. But I even over, before that, I was going to say it's funny to me, the first thing I would start with in this topic is mindfulness. Yet yeah. again, it's like touches everything yeah. that has to do with manners and etiquette. And it's all about the heart and yeah. all about just thinking about the scenario you're stepping into. Yeah. Be that that you're the host or the guest. Yeah. But we're talking being the host or hostess today. Yeah. So I have a guest room in my house and you do as well. Not everyone has that liberty to have their own, you know, room that is specifically for guests. But if you do, that's really the space that we're talking about. Yeah. That's not necessarily a shared space outside of it's not a bedroom from one of your kids that you're quickly moving into a guest room, but you could. You could. That's right. So, um, okay, go ahead. What are some th- assets and some things that you, <laughs> you like to see in well, a guest room? Well, one thing I felt like was needed to be early on because, and the reason I say this is because it's touching every part of our life, like it or not, people sometimes quickly need to know what's the Wi-Fi password. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a great place to start. Get, so, get me connected. Yeah, I'm amazed by... Um, how quickly somebody might ask me that when they're mm-hmm. here. Um, so maybe even having that in a place where it's visible. Right. Yeah, frame, frame it. it. Put your username and password in a, even a little frame. Yeah. And stick so it on the guess. nightstand or on the dresser or in, yeah, in a very prominently placed So they don't even have to bother spot. with you with asking. Exactly. Um, Especially if it's complicated. Yeah. Some yeah. people don't change their Wi-Fi password. And so it's a large numeric and alphabetic And the ones that combination. come from the company, they want them that way so that they don't get tapped into. I don't understand all of that, but they <laughs> make them complicated yeah. for a reason. Yeah. I usually change mine, but yeah. So definitely that's a great place to start is frame your Wi-Fi login and put that in a place where guests can quickly see how to do that. Um, Next thing I had jotted down was just think about the things you know about this person and their life. Okay. So I just was thinking age, health, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, Something to think about. You may not have the liberty of where you're, you know, both of our guest rooms are upstairs. Sure. So if somebody's coming to stay that can't walk upstairs, that's now my room and I'm giving my... That's a good point. ...room as the guest room. Yes. Which I've rarely had to do, but I just... 
wanted to mention that mm-hmm. is, you know, if at all possible, think about what's the scenario yeah. here. You may have to give up your bedroom and then go sleep in the guest room. Would you suggest if someone is setting up their guest room that they should stay in it a night? Oh, great to, idea. Because I've thought about that. I thought once. That makes you think of things. Is this like, mattress ooh. even comfortable? I well, mean, I haven't. Is. I've I slept haven't. in it. So. <laughs> okay, thank you. But, you know. That's a good point. Does it squeak too much? Like, do I need to put some rubber pads under the, you know, under the bed to just. Yeah, things, things that you would not think about. Is it cold in here? That's no? a great. Is it hot in here? That's a great point. And that's something I mentioned next quickly is temperature everybody's even different i err on the side of cold a lot yes i have a couple of friends that are always hot so even just thinking about i'm not talking about what's the temperature of the house right think about that person's temperature could be different than yours and just being ready for that do you need to have an extra heater do you need to have a fan yeah like a little box fan even that you could pull out which is something I desperately need to get okay. because I don't have that. And I have, you know, one friend that doesn't, you know, what know what to do because I don't have a ceiling fan in that room. So she's used to sleeping with the ceiling fan on. she's used to fans always going. So that would be a good purchase for me is just a small fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being mindful of that. Um, and I was even going to get into that more with bedding. But Okay. Well, let's talk about bedding. So obviously clean sheets. That's a given. Yeah. Um, once somebody, a friend of yours mentioned to me once that she typically sprays some linen spray just yeah. before her guests arrive, even, That's a even sweet just thing. on the pillows or somewhere just that kind of freshens it Again, up. Again though, think about your person. Cause I know some people who are highly allergic, true. don't like certain smells, you know, so know your person. Yeah. Um, maybe even just have it sitting there and say, I was going to spray this, but I didn't know if you would yeah. like it. And then maybe they can do it themselves. That's true. Yeah. Just being mindful of that. But that can be such a nice thing. I have some in a drawer right next to my bed that okay. I do every once in a while. I do too. Just as a special Thing for just me. Freshens it up nicely. Yeah, yeah. One thing I've never done ever, ever, and this is this is probably a Martha Stewart next level move to me, <laughs> but it would be really cool, is to iron the sheets. Yeah. Have you ever done it? I have not because I love the sheets I have um, that don't really need it. They don't require that, yeah. But that is next level. Now, it the is. ones I have on the guest bed... I mean, technically those could be ironed, but yeah, not something that I typically do. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as other bedding besides the sheets, I think it's good to, there again, think about having options. So if you have a really thin um, quilt or or bedding on the bed, maybe have something thicker at the foot of the bed. That's what I do, yeah. In case somebody's you know, colder than yes. what's on Even, there, then they have choice. Doesn't matter the season. I That's mean, right. There are some very cold-natured individuals. Right. I myself am one of those. So even in the summer months, I might sleep with a quilt and then maybe even an additional blanket, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, And on vice the bed versa. Or, so if you have a really thick mm-hmm. thing on your bed, yeah. maybe have a lightweight option across the foot right. of the bed because somebody so else can, might be sweating. They can throw that big down comforter to the wayside. And then just have the lighter weight. That's a great point. Um, thing. So I just having choices because you don't, you know, everybody's different. Yeah. 
you ever stayed anywhere where somebody had chocolate on the pillow? I haven't. I've done that. You have. I have. So I even think it's fun to get like something local, like a local chocolate. Oh. I can't think of the name of that company, but I buy it occasionally. If I'm at the grocery, they even have it at Kroger. The, um, what's the olive? Oh yeah. Olive St. Clair. Okay. I think it's Olive St. Clair. Okay. Um, I've just gotten the chocolate bar. You know, because okay. it's a local that's fun. chocolate company, and then it's just on their pillow. And so do you put the whole chocolate bar on their pillow? I did. Okay. Yeah. Because I was imagining just like a little dove That's overkill. You don't need a whole chocolate dove. bar, certainly, as you go to sleep. But it was just kind of one of those things of me tying together the local gift and the that's chocolate. That's so. I like that. Um, Are there any other treats, you think, if it wasn't chocolate, that would make sense? Well, there again, think about your person. If they you know, enjoy chocolate. What a fun thing. Even yeah. if they don't eat it while they're there, yeah. they now have something yeah. to take with them. If it's kids, I th- just think it's fun to have something for a child, be that a okay. coloring book or a, yeah. um, you know, just depends on the, yeah. on the kid. One yeah. time I had my godson and his sister come spend the night at Christmas time and we were going to make cookies. So I got them these, I mean, they were cheap, kind of papery, like not paper, but very thin aprons. Awesome. One looked like a gingerbread man and one looked like a candy cane kind of thing. And so that was just like on their bed and they were like excited to have something. So there's lots of directions you can go. I like that a lot. Um, Andy's mint. So it's like chocolate and mint. That's That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, that you could go with as well. Um, I would suggest bottles of water. Yes, I was have that on my list too. You could go full size or even just the short ones. Mm-hmm. This helps immensely because some people are going to be taking medicine At before night. they go to bed. Right. Some people are going to wake up hot and, you know, whatever. You don't have to explain why people need water. But people Having need, some available. People need water. And I would even go ahead and go with two bottles, even if it's just one person mm-hmm. staying. I would, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And there's also some, like, water carafes that yes. you can have. Oh, that would even be um, pretty. You know, that's like, like a nice glass carafe and then it'll often have the glass with it okay like a little set so you, you can could buy. just have it already full you know of water and mm-hmm. have that in fact a lot of the times the carafe will the glass will fit over it so that things nothing's getting in the water i like that um i broke the glass that went to my carafe and oh, so i'm shoot. bummed i need to get a new set but anyway either of those but i do think water is a yeah. very nice thing to think through Yes. Um, when you have guests. Absolutely. So they don't have to ask. And I think room temperature is fine. You don't yeah, have to have it. that's my preference anyway. You don't have to have it on ice and no, chilled. And, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. So it can, you can set that up in the room far in advance of you having guests come. And, you know, one other, you know, again, just extra. If you can't do this, no worries. But don't we all love to see fresh flowers no matter where you yes. are? But having a little vase of fresh flowers either in their bedroom or bathroom yes. is a sweet gesture and it can even be simple something if you have something blooming in your yard um you know just using that yeah. or some christmas greenery or something if it's christmas time that's one of those things where i would probably tell myself it's for the guests but it's really for me to enjoy also having fresh flowers in the house because that would be rare for me to be buying flowers i love 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 them 
but I would also have a twinge of uh, ulterior motive for bringing, yeah, bringing right. those in. And you can even get a nice bouquet and use you know three fourths of it in the kitchen and mm-hmm. one fourth of it in their room or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like you. I, makes me so happy when I have fresh flowers in the house. I've said kind of jokingly before, if I won the lottery, (laughs) that two things I would do is get massage as regular as possible and have fresh flowers in my house. That's awesome. That's two things. Luxury and happiness. Bring such happiness. That's good. When I um, open the closet in my guest room, it is almost scary how much I have stuff packed in there. So I have started to at least, because I still need that space, open up right when you look into the closet, some space and have some open hangers. That's a great point. For my guests in case they need to hang something up. So I can't clean the whole closet out for them just because I need the storage. But I do think it's important and good to give them some sort of space to hang something up if they need yeah, to. Yeah, so. they have a nice outfit that they yeah. need to hang. And so I didn't even think of going into, you know, somebody may need to iron. Somebody may need to, I know in this day and age, that's rare. But, yeah. you know, somebody may need to wash something. And yeah. so even just having grace for your guests on what their needs are. Yeah. Um, I had to do laundry recently because we had a, uh, a guy stay with us that has a mission in Haiti. And so he came and stayed with us and he was going on to another mission trip. And so, I mean, obviously he needs to do some laundry because of even just the length of his stay. So yeah, we had to incorporate that and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I would say be mindful of your, your drawer space. If you feel like you need to open a drawer in a dresser, to give your guests, it kind of depends on how long they're staying. Yeah, that's even a funny point that I didn't think about talking about. But um, just being mindful, too, of how long you stay with somebody. I mean, making sure they're okay with it. Right. Um, there's a saying that's kind of funny about fish and house guests both start to smell after three days. <laughs> and, you know, three days is, is so a good true. gauge of... <laughs> length of a stay, but if you've worked it out with somebody or right. they've specifically said, Hey, can you come for a week? That's different. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. overstaying your welcome. Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd recommend in the actual guest room or let's, let's I think talk that's about the, the bathroom. That's the main things. Yeah. So for first time guests that have literally never been in your home or stayed with you before, I think it was suggested to us one time to set out the washcloth and towel set that you're, you know, wanting them to use. Cause they may not know where your linen closet is right. or where you even keep that's your right. towels. Now, if you've got somebody that stayed with you before, they may feel very comfortable with just going and grabbing a washcloth. Right. But if it's not right by that, ba- like if it's right by that bathroom, you could say, here's the, I still towel like pulling closet. it out. But it does, it, it, it depends kind of, on the scenario. Yeah. I mean, just, I'm thinking about in the particular bathroom upstairs, there's really not a good place for me to put Well, that's it. true. Yeah. If you're, and it has its you, own little, if you ha- don't have the counter space container of mm-hmm. towels and washcloths, mm-hmm. but certainly I feel like when they're sitting out on a counter for me, there's no question that that's right. for me. That's for you. That's inviting you. It's even. inviting me to use it. Take not a shower. bad. Yeah. Cause I, you know. Or maybe it's suggesting you take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, I think that's a great point to have it sitting out even all the more and inviting. Yeah. All right. Talk about um, the paper napkins that you were telling me about before we started. So, so again, this depends on the scenario of where your guest room and guest bath, what, what they're using. But in some bathrooms that are at the guest bathroom, there's... It's the one that a lot of people use. Like right. it's the, um, it's it, a half bath sometimes, sometimes, right? or sometimes it's a full, but it's the one that from the living room, maybe everybody's using. Right. Yeah. And so in that scenario, I think it's good to have disposable guest towels to wipe, wipe your hands after washing instead of a hand towel that that's everyone... been wiped on 10 yeah. times yeah. today. Yeah. That is kind of unsanitary. And so just having, a little, um, when I say those guest hand towels, I'm talking about kind of look like fancy napkins. Yeah. Yeah. You actually could use them for either. So if it's, yeah, a, if, if, if it's a seasonal occasion and you're wanting something to look matchy yeah. with the other stuff in the house, you could just buy a big pack and have it as napkins. Yeah. But having those out, um, I think is more sanitary. Sure. But if it's a bathroom, if it's a guest bathroom and the only person using it is that guest or yeah. two people or something, I think hand towels are fine. I think so too. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I would say, again, based on the length of stay, just being mindful and popping into your guest bathroom to see it maybe after a couple of days if you need to swap it out. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's fine. Yeah. And, uh, or even asking them, Hey, you got enough. Right. It's everything. Yeah. You well stocked there. Yeah. 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 I like to stay somewhere where I have the freedom to really spread out. Yeah. But I'm very mindful as well. Sometimes that my host may like a really tidy bathroom. Mm-hmm. So they may want to come through and wipe down the counter. So I don't really usually like really spread out in a guest bathroom the way I would at my own, own home. Bathroom. Yeah. So that's also something that's that you, true. you, you know, be that's mindful true. that your host may be popping in for two reasons to check supplies and see mm-hmm. if you need anything, but also cause they may have a way that they like to keep their house that's true. to tidy that's up. True. So that they're, they're not true. the uh, hotel staff that's doing a turndown service, but at the same time, they that's might like to point. wipe the counters down for you. So that's good. Uh, you know, another thing I like to do um, is I have a basket full of toiletries. That's smart. Um, just in case somebody forgot shampoo, conditioner, disposable razor. I even, I just keep a lot of that stuff. So the, I love my dentist office. It always gives yes. me this pack of toothbrush, toothpaste, mouthwash, mouthwash dental floss. Mm-hmm. You know, I will use those products if I'm traveling, mm-hmm. but otherwise I'm buying full size. So I don't need those little things. Exactly. And so they go straight to the basket. Yeah. Even the toothbrush. Cause I have an automatic or a electric toothbrush. Yeah. So I don't usually need those. So I just stick them in there in case somebody forgot their toothbrush. Yeah. Hotels. If I brought my own, I just take what they, those little samples they had. Yes. Throw them in this basket. So there's not much you could need that I don't have in that basket. Right. Um, if you forgot it, that's good. And that's super easy. Yes. That's important to to be stocked with that because Nobody likes to go run out for I don't toothpaste have or a tooth solution. I'll say that's one I don't always well, have. Yeah, as an extra small, but I can just 
give them some of mine. That's right. So there are a couple of things that I would say are the embarrassing category uh-huh. to ask for. Yes. And one of those would be feminine yeah. products. Yeah. So I do try and keep those under the sink. And obviously I have them on hand because I am a female, Me but too. I try and put them. That's a good point. I have them because I have to have them. Right. For yourself. But I do not have those in my guest bath. And okay. that is something I need to do. So I, I have just. They would have to ask me. Yeah. So I mean two or three yeah. items in that um, that I keep right under the, the sink area just so that, it, you know, a friend may feel comfortable asking, but yeah. some might not. Yeah. yeah. And then a couple of other sort of more in the embarrassing <laughs> categories. <laughs> I think I know one you're going to mention. I definitely keep a plunger. Oh, yeah, that's good. Under the sink area. That's I don't cuz I don't like keeping my plunger out behind I used yeah. to keep it just behind the the toilet, but I keep it under the sink just in case yeah. somebody needs to use. Now, I'm, I'm fine to take care of it, but some people may not want to ask yeah. and would like to try it. try and get try rid of that situation own. on their own. <laughs> And then the other is just a spray. A nice spray, yeah. And thankfully, a good southern girl came up with the poopery. <laughs> yes. So, I think her name's Susie Batts. I, I don't think know. think how you say it. I did look her up, too. Or it was in out of Texas. Yeah, or Arkansas. Texas or Arkansas. I it was Texas. Okay. And she invented the poopery. And in fact, I think one of the places where... That product actually got some traction and began began to sell more products. Was an advertisement that was called "Girls Don't Poop." Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Because I mean, now some people don't know how to use that product too. That is not a spray in the air spray, right? It goes in the toilet. You right? spray it in the water, yes, and it makes this seal. Oh, I didn't it know kind that. Of makes like a seal over okay. the water. Okay. And then when you Then you go to the bathroom? Then you go to the bathroom and when it goes through, it breaks that and it, the like, smell doesn't come out. I didn't know that. That's kind of the... Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I don't have that product It's in my not home. just to, you know, spray in the air. You yeah. could spray it in the air. They smell good, but that's not what that's her not purpose what was with this. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I, I knew you were supposed to spray it like in, in the, the toilet. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know that it created. But that even seal. just having like a nice room spray, that's, right, is fine too. Something so that somebody doesn't have to be embarrassed. Matches, with that. <laughs> especially <laughs> depends again where the bathroom is. So, I, like, I have a bathroom off of the TV room, right? Um, that once you open that door, I mean, everyone that's know, hanging out watching TV is right know. there with you. So, yeah. That's just important. That's the bathroom. I think it's the most important. Yeah, I agree. So th- those are just some products and places to put them to avoid embarrassing your guests. That's right. All of those are important things and just makes life more enjoyable for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. And I was even going to say, are, are we done talking setup? Anything else you wanted to say about that? Well, I like having hand soap and hand lotion. Okay. In the guest yeah, bath. That's a nice. Especially during the winter months when everyone's skin is so dry. So dry. And then I guess the only other thing I would say is just from a decor perspective, I think it's fun if you can to have some sort of a shelf in your guest bathroom if you want to decorate based on the season. So, oh, you know, yeah. 
whatever the season is, it's fun to have some sort of space because you're not probably going to decorate your guest bath or your guest room, mm-hmm. whether that be fall, spring, Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's there may true. not be a lot of decorating, but a shelf you could bring a or something in there in would there. be fun to to throw up either flowers or some that's other sweet. decoration. So that's just from a personal standpoint. And then I think it's helpful to the guest and the host uh, upon exit, let them know what you want them to do. Do you want Ooh, them to bring good. down their, or, you know, put their towels and sheets on the washer? Right. Um, you know, people don't usually don't mind helping in that way. I found yeah. like I would, I, I sometimes will even ask, Hey, what do you want me to do about the sheets and the towels? Right. But it's just helpful to know what, you know, they say just leave it, right. or do they want you to bring that and put it on the washer? So I have a question for you, because this is one I've just recently shifted on. When you're washing your guest sheets, are you doing just the sheets, or if you had a blanket on there as well? Are well, you that's doing, a great question. I do sheets separate than blankets. Okay. No matter if it's my bed. So if someone is stripping your guest bed for you, are you wanting them to just bring the sheets? Or bring the blanket down too. Um, I would tell them what what need be. So, on the guest beds that I have right now, I have sheets and a quilt, like kind of a quilt. Mm-hmm. So I want it all to come down. Okay. Um, and then a quilt that's basically the comforter. Yes. Okay. And then I have a basket of heavier stuff. Okay. Right next to it. Okay. So basically what I have is lightweight. Okay. If you want more, it's right here. Okay. Um, so I want them to bring the sheets and the quilt. And when I say quilt, I'm not talking handmade quilt. Right. That has its own separate yeah. um, need of care. Yes. We'll go into that when we talk quilts. This is a quilt that can throw go in the washer. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So... That's, um, I want to wash it all. I'm finding that when a lot of people strip a bed, they just bring the sheets. Okay. So a blanket, and I'm talking about a blanket that was made up with the bed. Mm -hmm. They don't bring. They don't bring that down. I don't know. So, so yeah, it's It's just interesting because to me, that's as much as part of what you used as the sheet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of torn on how often to wash that type of blanket? Well, that's a funny question. I can tell you because I'm a massage therapist, like the department of health, they, you have to have fresh sheets on the bed. Okay. Every single client. Right. But the blanket that's on top. Right. They would say you could like, I don't know that they say wash daily. It's not like that. You have to change that every single Person, because yeah. it's actually not touching them, right? But there again, you don't know with a guest who stayed. Did they take a nap on top of the blanket? Right. Like I don't know what did they the sheets did, so get I all crumbled up, rather. and they really ended up just using the blanket. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. So, so I guess that's to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but that's a great mention to to let your guests know what you. What would be helpful in terms of their exit? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, should we talk about some restaurants? Yes. Let's do that. So there are some great chain restaurants that came from the South that are still in existence today. And we wanted to make sure and mention those because it's a great place to 
suggest to your guests, especially if they're not from here. Now, of course, it's very fun as well to offer up non-chain. In fact, I would say you and I are more non-chain yeah. people. If I'm going somewhere, most of the time I want to try local. Right. But this is a podcast that goes into many states. Exactly. And so we don't want to talk just about what's local here, here. or local yeah. in a particular city. And there is some great chains that have come out of the South. And you could mention this to your guest to look for on if they drove on their way out. You know, they may be stopping in two hours on their way home and, you know, need a gas fill up and see one of these. And I think it's fun to try a chain I don't have in my city or state. Exactly. When I'm in that city or state, just because it's something different. Like In-N-Out Burger. When you go to California, you go to In-N-Out Burger. That's right. And how many times do we hear our California and West Coast um, new residents missing their In-N-Out Burger? It's so funny. Maybe one day. But for now, what we have to offer them is Chick-fil-A. Come on with that. Thank you, Lord, for um, Mr. Kathy and his uh, vision for good chicken creating the chicken sandwich. Because they did create the chicken sandwich. Oh, man. And uh, Chick-fil-A is headquartered in College Park, Georgia, just uh, in the Atlanta area. Only three states don't have a Chick-fil-A restaurant. Now, that's fascinating. I did not know that. So, we're calling it a southern chain because it is, but it's widely expanding. So, it may even be a moot point to your guests that how great Chick-fil-A is. But what a great... I mean, I'm so proud <laughs> that that's southern. Yes. Because it's good quality. It's good quality. It tastes fabulous, but I'm so happy with their training of their yes. employees and we the would hospitality. say them's good people them is good people because <laughs> i feel so honored when i'm there yeah. i don't feel like i'm a problem like i do in so many other places and of fast food business yeah. or whatever yeah so they have at last i saw 2200 locations Amazing. and there's one even being built here that's going to be near us that'll be about the Fourth, yeah, it'll be the fourth Chick Fil A in about a two mile radius of my house, oh, and they're all so busy. And they're all busy, lined up <laughs> for good reason, though. Yeah. I mean, it is so good, and they're an efficient machine yeah. that they run there. So, definitely wanted to mention Chick Fil A. What you got? Whoa, I've got so many. One that I don't know if I see on your list that is an important chain is Waffle House. Oh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> Did you see recently that Waffle House was like doing reservations for Valentine's Day? No, that is classic. <laughs> yeah. um, so Waffle House started in 1955, but one thing that's special about it is it's 24 hours, 365 days a year. Um, they have 1,500 restaurants. Wow. And um, it was, I think, birthed out of uh, Georgia. But anyhow, it's just a special place in the sense of being open all night. Yep. Um, anytime you need a meal, if everything else is closed, Waffle House That's is right. going to be open. Now, it's known for breakfast food. Yes. Um, all the ways you can get your potatoes done. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because if you've never one. been to a Waffle House, it's a experience you need to you need to of have. Of course. And usually you can see it very close to the interstate exit because that's, you know, typically who they're, they're, serving, that's right. who they're serving. So and can you imagine, like, even we, when we were talking cast iron 
Can you imagine how seasoned a skillet it would be in a Waffle House kitchen? I don't know. I just think like how many eggs are they fried on those? Like it's sliding right out of that skillet. I like that. That's great. Well, I will also mention Milo's restaurant, which I've only been to once with you when we were near the Birmingham area. Milo's sweet tea is very well known in this area. We can get that in our grocery stores here. Of course, they have unsweetened tea as well, but um, the Milo's brand of tea is well known. But the Milo's hamburger store Mm -hmm. also serves sweet tea, of course. But they are a fast food restaurant. They are based in Alabama. They have 16 restaurants, 15 being in the Birmingham area (laughs) and uh, one down in Tuscaloosa. But, you know, it's just good fast food. It's different. They've got lots of sauce choices. Yeah. That's kind of one of the things they do. Yeah. They've got uh, some pies as well. We didn't try any pies. But it's just... A great fast food meal combo. Stop on the road. Yeah, you, if you've I would not hit that, and you're going highly through Alabama. recommend. Yeah, if you're in the Birmingham area or passing through, check out Milo's. Now, one of the ones we're Nashvilleans, so we have to mention our pride and joy of Cracker Barrel. Heck yes, <laughs> breakfast all day again. Breakfast all day. Good. Um, Sampling of Southern food. I yes. mean, they got the Sunday fried chicken yes. every Sunday, meatloaf, like yes. a lot of the, you know, Southern classics yes. they're going to have at the Cracker Barrel. And they do it well. Oh, yes, they do. Their biscuits are so good. A lot of times, even if just one person is ordering breakfast at your table, they'll bring a basket of biscuits and, and good jams. Good and, jams, yeah. good gravy. I love their Sunrise Sampler. Just a good yeah. good tasting and I usually do get breakfast even and no matter you, what time of I day I'm over most there people have probably experienced Cracker Barrel but if you haven't like you need to try it and yeah. I think it's funny our father is such a Cracker Barrel lover and when he used to travel for his job like he we literally can I can literally ask him dad I'm going to wherever um, and he can kind of tell you, like, oh, there's a Cracker Barrel on this exit and that yep. exit. He knows, he knows. where the yes. Cracker Barrels are. Yeah, it's it's country-themed. It's good cooking. And I would even say, don't miss the gift shop. because Oh, my goodness, they have a good gift shop. Their store is well Maintain, you know, it's just great. They carry Lodge, they carry Lodge, yeah, they carry country music artists CDs. They've got great kids gifts, candies, foods. They've even got good clothing. They really have some. They've got really pretty sweaters and ponchos and scarves and hats. Lots of football memorabilia, or well, I'm saying football because that's it's the South, but. School sure. teams. School teams. Music. Mm-hmm. They have regional music. They've yeah. still got a bunch of CDs in there. I mean, some of this feels a little time warped, but they have great gifts that I would say are definitely worth checking out either while you're waiting on a table or before you pay for your ticket. You might want to add on a few items. That's right. And they're located, they're headquartered right here, well, just outside of Nashville in Lebanon, mm-hmm. Tennessee. And I think they have about 645 locations. Okay. Okay. And Lebanon was where the first location was. So that's good. I like that. That's a fun one. Another, uh, sensing a theme here of um, 
bread. Another Nashville headquartered chain is O'Charlie's. Yeah. So O'Charlie's has some of the best hot rolls, <laughs> I think. You and bread lover and butter <laughs> and good butter that comes to the table from a chain restaurant specifically. Uh, headquartered here in Nashville. I, you had how many locations? For 200. Them? 200 locations. In about 17 states. Okay. So they've got good coverage as well. Got but pretty good coverage. I love their salads. I love their um, potato soup. They've yeah, just got, they do have they've got a good brunch soup. even. We've been over there for brunch. They've usually got just, you know, of course each one is different, but they've usually got a good sports bar area mm-hmm. too. So if you're wanting to w- go find somewhere to find go watch game. a game, yeah. that's usually a good spot as well. Love O'Charlie's. Um, oh gosh, there's so many we could mention, but I got to mention this one. I'm not sure that you had this on your list, but KFC. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, K- Kentucky Fried Chicken um, out of Louisville sure. area. Um really good fried chicken, special recipe, Colonel Sanders. I mean, most people probably are familiar with that. But here's the fact I want to mention about KFC. All right. Absolutely blows my mind. So I went to China last year. Uh Uh-huh. KFC is the number one fast food restaurant of all of China. Oh, so that's some serious numbers just based on their population. Just based on their population. And it's throughout Asia. Okay. This is not just a... So here's the the number that's going to blow your mind. We're given, you know, Chick-fil-A, 2,200 locations, etc. You know, we could, yeah. you could give even, I bet, a McDonald's, and it's going to have huge numbers. Yeah. KFC, 20,000 locations. Worldwide. Globally. Yeah. Wow. And now, interesting as well is that's under the Yum brand out of Louisville. So right. a lot of times you're seeing those paired with their other brands like Pizza Hut, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. So sometimes you even have even on the same property that option have. of the building being shared yeah. between those two. Now the KFC menu is quite different in Asia. It's still chicken. Okay. Okay. It's still a lot of chicken. It's just cooked in more Asian ways. Interesting. Um, I had a really wonderful breakfast at KFC in China okay. that, that, to me, felt like um, what I would say our KFC meets an Asian flair. Okay. Um, but they even had, you know, strange things on the menu like snake and Ooh. stuff. So there's Ooh. lots of things, you know, in different areas of the world they eat different things. But it blows my mind to think about a, a chain from the South being that big That's globally. wild. Wonder yeah. if the colonel ever thought ever he dreamed would, he would be that big and that it snake <laughs> the would be incorporated would be. <laughs> into snake. the menu. Well, I'll mention one other for just for the sake of time, and then you you let me know what others you've got. Uh, I have not been to this one, but my husband speaks very favorably of it, so I wanted to mention it. It's called Cookout. Cookout oh. out of Greensboro, North Carolina. They're in North Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina. Oh, they're actually in Virginia, West Virginia, Mississippi, and Maryland as well. Okay. He loves their milkshakes. Okay. He said they've got great milkshakes, and he definitely enjoys stopping at cookout. Now, they're mostly in the Carolinas. Most of their locations, yeah. I think, yeah. are the Carolinas. Yeah. I yeah. have not been there. Yeah. I have been to Biscuitville, which is also a North Carolina. I've heard of that. I've never been to their thing. The restaurant. They make their biscuits literally every 15 minutes. Ooh, so that's okay. kind of their big thing. Yeah. But um, I have not been to cookout. A um, couple more I'll just throw out that I don't think we can miss is um, 
uh, Whataburger out of oh, Texas yeah. is a yeah. popular, sure. known for their big, their burger is large. Okay, and yeah. It's uh, supposed to take two hands to hold their burger. Okay. Um, Crystal. Crystal Burgers. <laughs> is Chattanooga. Not and, so uh, big, actually not, small. The Tiny Burger. I think there's about 350 locations in the South. 95 of which are in Tennessee. So, not okay. that it's a hugely spread out, sure. but also a 24-hour. Definitely serving the college and late-night audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I wanted to also mention Gus's Fried Chicken out of Memphis. Oh, cool. Um, there's a lot of chefs that think it's some of the best fried chicken for a fast food place. But we've got a lot of good chicken in yeah. the south i mean good chicken, still good we didn't mention popeyes bojangles those are southern That's chicken true. chains and there's just a lot of good that's good, cool we know how to do chicken that's right and now we're getting more famous in nashville specifically for hot chicken hot chicken so. that's true oh and zaxby's i mean there's so many chicken yeah. chains from the south i could think of it zaxby's from the south zaxby's okay is, oh i love zaxby's georgia see zaxby's is my alternative uh, fast for Chick-fil-A? Food for Chick-fil-A on Sundays. I go to Zaxby's oh, yeah, yeah. a lot on Sundays yeah. because Chick-fil-A is closed. So, well, Is that enough time? Because I could keep going, but we can end it there. Yeah, I wanted to mention just a couple of Southern expressions yeah. on our clothes here. Yeah. And, you know, there's no way we can know everything about everything. <laughs> and that was proven true on an interview that you and I got to do yesterday where we were stumped when we were asked what a cat head biscuit is. My goodness. We both had to pass because we had never heard that term. And then I Actually, t- I think I have heard it. I just couldn't don't, explain I it. I didn't know exactly what that was. Our mom Much was to our mom being so mortified. disappointed. Mom was just... <laughs> you don't yeah, know what a cat head She biscuit. was very surprised that we had never heard that term. And she said, your grandmother used to make cat head biscuits, which, of course, that doesn't help me know what, what those are. What that means. Just a biscuit that's as big as a cat's head. The, that's yeah. as simple as it is. And um, apparently that those are the types of biscuits served at, like, Hardee's. And that our grandmother made. So well, I don't make a ton of bread in general, so I have never made a cat head biscuit. If I make a biscuit, it's going to be just a pretty normal right size. Yeah. So yeah, that did stump us. Yeah. So many sayings in the South. So many phrases, and and uh, one of the ones that I was thinking about, just with the theme of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about, you know, the Motel 6 uses that phrase, we'll leave the light on for you. Sure, yeah. Which is cute. Yeah. And, but I thought, you know, we do have a, a saying in the South, the porch light's on, but no one is home. You know, uh-huh. Do you know what that means? It kind of means, um, like, there's just nothing in there. Like, I, I'm, I'm making a motion of, like, knocking on my head. Yeah, a little airheaded. Hearing a hollowness. That's right. Yeah, somebody that's really just not with it or not yeah. thinking or yeah. just, The porch yeah, like light's on, airheaded. no one's home. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Well, I heard this one not too long ago, and I also, this was another one that stumped me. Okay. From our good old southern friend. She said, Lord, I hadn't seen her in a month full of Sundays. <laughs> Like, what does that even mean? I guess it just means a long time. A a month full of Sundays, which is... been several weeks. Yeah, there's just been so much time that's passed since something happened or you've seen someone, so... Wonder if that was birthed out of somebody you haven't seen at church. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I was just I, thinking, like, it could have been birthed that way of, like, well, it's been a month full of Sundays since I've seen her. Right. I dug around and never found reference to that, but it does feel like, because why would it be Sundays? Why yeah. not Saturdays? Yeah, yeah. Or any other day, really, yeah. for that matter. So. That's cute. Well, good. Well, we, we enjoy uh, talking to you guys and sharing what we know best to be hospitable certainly love hearing from you guys and do uh do give us our your tips on how you host and how you have your guest room set up you can send us a message on instagram at steel magnolias podcast hope you'll follow us there and we will see you here next week thanks you guys